Hey, podcast listeners, the Crown Refs Mentor Program and community just recently celebrated our two-year anniversary, and Patreon's been busy making their platform even better, and we're thrilled to share with you these updates. Patreon now has a collections tab, which features quick and easy access to our entire catalog, which includes over 25 of our exclusive shows and series, like Signal School, Rapid Responses, Guest Speakers, Crown Classics, Game Notes, Verbal Judo, The Wonderful Women of Officiating, The Sunday Swish, The CR Vlog, and Rule Resources, just to name a few. Not sure which tier is right for you? Our updated Crown Refs page has got you covered with a clear breakdown of each tier's offerings. And there's more. Patreon is now offering free seven-day trials to give you a delicious taste test of what's cooking inside of our Ref Kitchen. You can check out the reimagined Patreon app complete with community chats. Plus, we're introducing a new shop tab where you can grab individual episodes, exclusive instructional how-to videos, PDFs, pregame cards, whether you're a Patreon member or not. If our content has brought you any value in the past, we are kindly asking that you please consider joining the Crown Refs Mentor Program and Community for Officials. As soon as you sign up, I will personally send you a welcome email so then you can get access to our 36 Discord community channels. You can go to patreon.com backslash crown refs or click the link in this episode to come explore the future of Crown Refs on Patreon. I can't wait to work with you and introduce you to our incredible community. You're amazing. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. The audio experience for basketball officials. Serve the game. A lot of haterade in the comments. A lot of haterade. That's why the show is called Thousand Trolls. Thousand Trolls. Welcome back to episode two of Thousand Trolls. I'm here with my friend Mark. Yes. We're going to get right into the trolling. This should be a good one because this is how to warn the assistant coach. Ooh, this is going to be juicy. By the way, I'm guilty of giving too many warnings. Mm-hmm. I feel this is just a technical foul. Sometimes I, it's like the warning acts as a safety blanket. You're like, oh, it's just a warning. You're saying that you give too many warnings too many rather warnings. than just... Go right to the tech. Right to, right right to, to the, the tech. tech. Yep. Just nip it in the bud. I was talking about the, that this morning with some of my mentees, how I've been guilty historically of too many warnings. So this year, moving forward, it's just going to be quicker. Just going to be quicker with my uh, administration of, of rules. Straight to the point. You can read a couple kind ones. <laughs> Let's read some kind ones. You can read a couple kind ones. Fred L. Ticheney. Great warning. We appreciate that, Thanks, Fred. Thanks, Freddie. Thanks a lot. Kenneth Bircham, I never want to leave Ref Talk. Love these videos. Aw, Kenny, we want to keep you here with us. Yes. Stay with us. Stick around, Kenneth. JD Jordan underscore. Can't assistant coaches talk to refs during timeouts and at quarters? You would, more, um, you would know more. Yeah, I mean, sure. It just depends on how you're talking, how you're communicating. Yes. Are you shouting at the referee in the middle of his call, like in this video? Yep. Or are you going up to the referee when they're alone and they have free time and speaking respectfully mm-hmm. and asking them a legit question? So, yes, of course you can. The question is, how do you communicate? That's what you need to be self-aware about. That's the biggest pattern that I see. That this is there, you know, you're, People are communicating, but they're communicating very loud and disrespectful and like we were saying you know in, you know another episode it's like someone going to your job and heckling you and not only are they heckling you they're being pretty vulgar when they're doing it 
They're not being kind. Not being kind. They're not being kind souls. You should send them to the word wall. <laughs> they don't know about the word wall. <laughs> Put up a word wall. <laughs> you gonna, you gonna throw that in? Throw it oh, in. Yeah. Word wall. Be kind. <laughs> Coach is screaming at me. Don't let coaches scream at you. Can you read this one? Pete Snipes. This is just me, but I find shorts on refs very unprofessional and tacky. Pete, this is a summer game, okay? In the summer, referees wear shorts. In a scholastic game, in a JV, varsity, college game, they're going to wear pants. Why are you saying that it only should be straight up pants? Yeah, I'm always treating it like this is a college game. Do you think my knees were unprofessional? And was it something <laughs> about my shins or my kneecaps? He was going to tech you up. <laughs> Nalu. I'd have a love-hate relationship with this ref. When would you love me and when would you hate me? You got to be consistent, man. I, that's a little emotionally unstable for me. I want in the middle, either pick one or, or pick the other. At least you, you know he wants a relationship. Well, that's nice. That's I would love good. a relationship as well. Let's make cool. it a positive and, and kind relationship through the comments of TikTok. This is cool. Thanks, Willie. I sometimes get fired up, but at the end of every game, no matter how I think the ref did, I tell them, great game and thank you. That's kind. We wish more people would adopt that mindset. It says great game and thank you probably after scolding you for <laughs> 90 minutes straight. That's all that matters. He yeah. said good game. He was nice after when I his emotions sorry. were back down. He said sorry. I said sorry. He took accountability. You know what's better than accountability? Having the self-awareness to not screw up in the first place. Yes. Saying like, see, why can't I get this guy at my AU tournament? You know what the funny thing about that comment is? They all want you to show up until you screw something up. Yeah. And then you're not that guy anymore. How, how often does that happen? Everyone before the game, coach or, you know, being nice and buddy-buddy with you. And then once the... The game starts? Yeah. This is why I tell our officials to not be buddy-buddy before mm. the game. Yeah, keep, it, got, keep it professional. Yeah, they're trying to, they're trying to, they, they think they're emotionally uh, manipulating yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm unmanipulatable. Yeah. This episode of the Crown Refs podcast is brought to you by RefereeStore.com. To save 15% on all United Attire products, enter Crown15 at checkout. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And do us one last favor before you listen. Have a great rest of your day. Chris Garcia, 3152. Well, make the right calls and you wouldn't get yelled at. <laughs> and my response? I'm not worried about getting yelled at, little bro. I had the little bro. Ooh. I'm like a mentor to him. Did he respond back? No, he didn't respond no. back. Immediately following an ejection of a coach. Launched him. He got launched with three seconds left in the game, Mark. Three seconds left in a tie game. He had nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. <laughs> but he was quick to blame the refs after the game. He had nothing to lose. The refs need to open their eyes and call fouls the entire game, not just pick and choose. You shouldn't make jokes about body parts. Not cool. <laughs> They're not saying that to you when the call goes their way. Of course not. Like, are you picking and choosing for them then? No, they're not going to cheer when a block charge call goes away from them. and They're, they're not going to say, yes, that was the right call, ref. It's not consistent. It's not consistent. They're not being consistent. It's an emotional bias of sports fans. Yes. We're trapped in the middle of this emotional roller coaster. Corey Russell. Hey, Corey. Or you could have empathy, empathy for the game.
How would you go about having empathy for the game? Do you have? Can you say that you should understand and not eject? Oh yeah, be understanding. Yeah, be empathetic. Be empathetic for the emotion and disregard the disrespect. You should be more empathetic to emotional impulse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or you could just be more mature. Yes. And have more humility. Double down on that. Have more patience. If you're patient, you're not going to overreact like a wild man. D. Hey, D. Oh, we are not going to be out here defending blind refs. <laughs> Again, that's an offensive comment, and you should not make fun of the visually impaired. Party. Foul. Foul. That, that's, a, foul. That, that's a technical foul. <laughs> that's a foul and troll. Yeah. Next. Next. So this is a post we did about holding the ball, right? We break the game down into the specifics. Now, a lot of people are furious that refs actually take time to practice or talk about how we're going to hold the ball. But it's these little, little, little things that you continuously add up that make a big difference. Would you respect me more if I'm hugging the ball or holding it at my waist or if I have it up on a platter? Yeah. Like I'm a service professional. Mm -hmm. So that's what this video is about. Let's see what some of the comments look like. Swing for the ring. I spin it on my finger because everyone that paid admission obviously came to see me. Oh, yeah, funny guy. We have a jokester in the comments. Keep it coming. I usually shoot in between timeouts. <laughs> depending on the level you're doing, depending on how many games you're working and the, 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 the setting that you're in. But, yeah, you can take a couple shots, just not in a real game. Joe, what does Joe have to say? I feel like he gave a good comment in support of refs. People saying it's not that deep. All of these are small things you don't notice, but truly add to the overall presentation. Joe seems like a really good dude. I agree, and I think it's like for an official, I think it's for you to be like as clear with your calls and your presentation. Because I feel like that when you when you have too much personality, it takes away from like that you're this unbiased, unemotional individual that's just calling and you know reacting to what you're seeing on the court. So I think the more robotic you are in a way like you're a machine like mm -hmm. you're a terminator mm -hmm. out there and you're just you know seeing what you see and calling it for there's what it an is. interesting interesting kind of paradox we don't want to be robotic but yeah. essentially there are many components of officiating where we just be like robot like mm -hmm. yeah like a computer just like boom computer like thank you for for sharing that bringing that insight to the forefront <laughs> <laughs> If you make the right calls, no one is going to care where you're holding the ball. This is an officiating camp where we go to learn the minutia of being a ref. You're seeing the minutia and you're maximizing it and making it bigger than it is in your mind. Aaron Hayes, I can't tell the last time a waiter held a platter like that. Maybe I don't go to the right restaurant. <laughs> Maybe you don't because I was a cater waiter in 2009 and I'm just like this. I'm like this. I'm Maybe going, you're not going to the right restaurants. I'm, go, I'm going leave that on the tip line. Nobody's going to give you a tip with that attitude. David Williams, I am with you on a lot, but this is nitpicking. That's our job as a clinician is to nitpick. These officials want to get nitpicked on. You know, that's one thing about the craft of officiating. There's so much to learn. You have to nitpick at all the things you're not doing right in order to raise your game. 5379. That's taking it a little too far. I'm not sure the number's reference. Could you elaborate on that? His handle is 5379. Okay. Yeah. He said I'm taking it too far? He said you're taking it a little too far, and it ain't that deep, nor does anyone on the court care about how our ref is holding the ball. 
just feel like they're getting mad that you're trying to polish it up more mm -hmm. and more, you know? Yeah. It's not that deep, bud. Not that deep, bud. <laughs> That's my technique. Good. Really good form. I love your swipe up form. I would just make sure you tuck in the thumb as oh. you're swiping up. Okay. Getting there, bro. You're getting there. Wow. Let's see what the uh, commenters had to say about this post where I describe some of the emotional components of what it's like to be part to be a, a referee. Spence, love your profile picture. What do you see? You're a big supporter of Pop Tarts. I don't understand. He said, I mean, oh. if you miss an easy call, you deserve to hear about it. That's how you can be better. That's one of the misconceptions. Just because we make a mistake does not give you the right or the platform to then scream, violate, or yell unsporting comments. I think your Pop-Tart flavor selection could be better. I think you thought wrong. That's what I think. You don't even eat s'mores Pop-Tarts. You don't even eat the s'mores. Come on. Basketball refs are so soft. You're Why soft. would you feel that way? <laughs> You're just going to get that close to my face and whisper it like that? You're soft. Okay, that's a little creepy. <laughs> but why do you feel that way, sir? Why do you think we're soft? I don't know. Because you have rules. Because we have rules. Because we have to make hard decisions that people don't like. Yeah. Caleb Thompson, if Putin was a ref... <laughs> I get a lot of Putin comparisons. I like the Derek Jeter comparisons a little better. The Putin reference has been mentioned in the gym quite a few times. Oh, about me? Yes. When I leave, they yeah. say it? They yeah, Mike, to... Mike calls you Paul P. Okay. He yeah. can call me yeah. in front of me. He doesn't have to stay behind my back. I want him to feel open. I want it to be a safe space. No, is it Mike? It might have been. It might have been. No, it might have been it. It might have been it. Yeah. You, got, you got to create a culture of having yeah. a safe space in here yeah. where your clients can talk freely in front of each other. They, they, I don't know if they know you, that you, uh, you mess around like that. <laughs> mess around and find out. You are such a mechanics nerd. Ha, ha, ha. I love the content. Thanks for doing this. Reffing is the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, partner. Appreciate you for liking the content and commenting in a positive way. No, Noah Coach, refs suck. No Coach, refs suck? Noah Coach. Noah Coach is his name? Yeah. Noah Coach? Yeah, and he said refs suck. Okay, so he, sh he, he doesn't like refs. No. I, I bet you he has a long list of things he doesn't like as well. He's a lacrosse player. He's an athlete, so he doesn't have a nice relationship with refs, I don't think. Well, listen, we're not going to speak negatively about lacrosse. I referee girls. No, I wasn't. I'm no, I, I wasn't. He is a player. <laughs> He's a player. <laughs> I'm saying he competes against the... You know, the other team and the... the he competes against second-string players when he gets scrub time and blowouts. Oh, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Jay Lou, dude look like Putin. That's I know, crazy. we What's we that? know, we know. Dak Lescott. Dak Lescott? <laughs> I think he's talking about your boy. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I like the play on words. Coming at Pedro a little bit, I like that. All right, pick one more, and then we out. This is a big one. 439. Com I mean, there's a lot of comments in here. Some fans really like an energetic N1 signal from the, uh, from the referee, but I bet you it's only when it's for their team. Yeah. They don't like that when it's against their team. That's what I'm saying. It looks a little agitating maybe. So we want to be emotionless, keep it businesslike, and just score the goal. Yeah, it, shows, it makes you feel like that you're emotionally involved in the game. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're too aware of 
you know, the current emotion of the situation. And mm -hmm. I don't think that should matter, you know, yeah. to the official, you know. We got to be emotionless. Yes. Yes, yes. Like a robot, as you said before. Robotic. Robotic. Robotic-like. Yeah, this is crazy. Are we done? User. We're just going to sit here and act like that's not Vladimir Putin. Dude, that's like the third one. I get a lot of that. What the hell? It's all right. Braden. There you go. Never thought I'd be interested in watching film on a ref. Appreciate that. Appreciate your time, Braden. Thank Learn you. Learn something new every day. Thank you for being interested in officiating. They've told me. No, they have told me. Referees really tell me, oh, you know, I, I love that N1 call. Because when the ball went in, I'm like, yeah, it's like you, you, get, you get juiced up. Yeah. You get charged up. Mm -hmm. But we're the ref. We're not part of that institution. We're not part of that team. We're not part of that, that fan community. Loss said, got to disagree with the delayed whistle. I hate late whistles. Don't hate anything, especially whistles. He likes early whistles. Well, you have an early whistle, you're going to be stopping the play prematurely a lot. Every play is different. Some plays require an early whistle, you kill the play right away. Some plays require you to wait as long as possible, my friend. Patience. Patience. Is that Tim Robinson? No, it's Paul D'Espera. Nice to meet you. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. Serve the game.